ब्राह्मण Consultation of the super soul seated within everyone's heart is possible only when one is completely free from the contamination of material attachment. One who is sincere and pure gets an opportunity to consult the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his Paramatma feature sitting within everyone's heart. The Paramatma is always the Chaitya Guru, the spiritual master within and he come before one externally as the instructor and initiator spiritual master. The Lord can reside within the heart and he can also come out before a person and give him uh, instructions. Thus the spiritual master is not different from the super soul sitting within the heart. An uncontaminated soul or living entity can get a chance to meet the Paramatma face to face just as one gets a chance to consult the Paramatma within his heart, one also gets a chance to see him actually situated before him. Then one can take instructions from the Super Soul directly. This is the duty of a pure devotee to see the bona fide spiritual master and consult with the Super Soul within the heart. When the Brahmana asked the woman who the man lying on the floor was, she answered that he was her spiritual master and that she was perplexed about what to do in his absence. At such a time, the super soul immediately appears, provided the devotee is purified in heart by following the directions of the spiritual master. A sincere devotee who follows the instruction of the spiritual master certainly gets direct instructions from his heart and the super soul. Thus, a sincere devotee 
is always helped directly or indirectly by the spiritual master and the super soul. This is confirmed in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Guru Krishna Prasade Pai Bhakti Lata Beach. If the devotee serves a spiritual master sincerely, Krishna automatically becomes pleased. Yasya Prasada Bhagavad Prasada. By satisfying the spiritual master, one automatically satisfies Krishna. Thus, the devotee becomes enriched by both the spiritual master and Krishna. The super soul is eternally the friend of the living entity and always remains with him. The super soul has always been made, has always been ready to help the living entity even before the creation of this material world. It is therefore stated here, Yanagre Vichacharta. The word Agre means before the creation. Thus the super soul has been accompanying the living entity <coughs> since before the creation. Wow, a very powerful purpose. <laughs> Om Jnana Timirandasya Jnana Jnana Sanatya Chakshurunmitamena Tasmai Sri Kuravena Matam Sri Chaitanya Manovistam Sapitamena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Svapatantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavascha, Sri Rupam Sakrajatam Sakanaragunatam Vitam Tam Sajivam, Sadvaitam Savatutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sarganalavita Sri Vishakam Vitamscha, Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangam Langayate Girim, Yet Kripatam Mande Paramananda Madhavam Pangam Langayate Sailam Mukam Avatta Yeksutim Yet Kripatam Mande Krishna Chaitanya Ishwaram Sri Chaitanya Padam Boja Madhube Pyonamonamaham Katanchit Ashayadya Samswapita Dhanda Bhavavi He Krishna Dhrana Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate ओबेशागोपिकातांतारादातांतानमोसुते Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Dinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pacharini Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Pasha Pradeshatarini Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadha Shivasa Vigaura Bhaktarinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Chaitanya Madam Padam Boja Madupe Pyonamona Maha Katanchit Ashaya Esha Swapita Ghanda Bhagavad. Let me repeatedly offer my 
respectful obeisances onto the bee-like devotees who always taste the honey of the lotus feet of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If even a doggish non-devotee somehow takes shelter of such devotees, he enjoys the aroma of the lotus uh, flower. Mukam karoti vachalam pangam langayate girem yatrupatamaham vande paramananda masamam the Supreme Person of Godhead has the form of Satchitananda Vitraha to the transcendental bliss, knowledge, and eternity. I offer my respectful obeisances unto Him who turned the dumb into eloquent speakers and enabled the lame to cross mountains. Such is the mercy of the Lord. Translation by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. The Brahmana inquired, as follows, who are you? Whose wife or daughter are you? Who is the man lying here? It appears you are lamenting for this dead body. Don't you recognize me? I am your eternal friend. You may remember that many times in the past you have consulted me. So what do you think is the uh, theme of the purport uh, for this verse? Sorry, Prabhu? Taking advantage of instructions from the super soul. Yeah, taking the advantage of the instruction of super soul. So we want to say something. The spiritual master uh, is the external representation of the Chaitya Guru or uh, the Paramatma. And to me, when I was trying to uh, go through the purport, uh, it also uh, reflected to me the Guru Tattva, the principle of uh, Guru. That Guru Tattva means that the Guru is ultimately one, that is Krishna, or as Paramatma or as Chaitya Guru. And the Guru is not the highest principle. Krishna is the highest principle and the Guru represents Krishna and in that sense the Guru is the highest authority for the disciple. The spiritual master is his representative. So receiving instructions from Guru means to receive direct instructions from Paramatma because the spiritual master represents uh, Paramatma or he is representing Lord Balram, the Adi Guru and he also represents the entire tradition and he represents the teachers inspiring us to move forward in our spiritual journey. So therefore one becomes attached to spiritual master because of the attachment to their mode of service to Krishna. However, one should know that Paramatma can, can instruct us from more than one of his servants. So, Janma Janma Prabhu say, we often say that in our prayers, that means that the disciple should consider the spiritual master to be his eternal father. Now, does that mean 
that the same spiritual master uh, will be the same person will be the spiritual master life after life what do you think because janme janme prabhu say is that the disciple think that the spiritual master he is his eternal father yes bro we might have one diksha that will have many diksha groups and so um when we talk about the guru we can talk about him in his plural manifestation but also in the singular manifestation right so when it comes to deciding you know which guru is the one who's always saving me pretty hard to work out right And so that's what Prabhupada makes that for it seems to me anyway. What Prabhupada and the Shastra makes the point that the Guru is one because the Guru can manifest in more than one form. And and it, it's interesting here because you see in the translation there's the mention of the Brahma and I'm an eternal friend and you may remember that many times in the past you have consulted me. So as the archetypal guru, he can manifest in many forms, but always the message is the same. So therefore, the guru is one because he represents Krishna. Thank you, Prabhu. As I said, yeah, that's nice, Prabhu. So the message is one, and the Lord can be represented uh, in many forms. So that means that. the person who happens to be guru in this life need not come as a same person once again next life as a guru he can send somebody uh, on his behalf uh, to deliver the disciple that's what is the message of janme janme prabhu say it is not that today in this life i have my spiritual master i it is my understanding or it is my attachment to him that he is my eternal uh, spiritual master but next if my spiritual master returns back home back to godhead and i am not yet purified i am staying in the material world then in my next life then what happens the spiritual master sends the message through another representative the same person will not need not necessarily come as my spiritual master in my next life my but it not necessary yeah it is it's yeah it's only uh, it that is like it's it's not necessary it might come but is not necessary am i right in saying that yeah yeah so therefore parmatma can instruct us through anyone even a non devotee or to the actions of the jiva uh, of non human bodies as well so therefore we find that someone who is advanced in his consciousness he looks at nature and from nature he finds many examples and he sees that these are the instructions uh, to him sent through the spiritual or through the uh, lord and he takes it so what what it means is that our ears should be synchronized or our ears should be alert to hear the messages being received from various sources so long my heart is contaminated uh, i find it difficult to hear the voice 
But when my heart is clear or my heart is focused on the instruction given by the Guru and then the more I contemplate on that message, the more I meditate on that message, the clearer it becomes because from within the heart, the Paramatma gives the instruction. So externally, the spiritual master gives us the instruction and when we meditate internally, we realize and he shows us the path. Yes, so he gives us the inspiration how to implement that message of the spiritual master. So now, uh, taking uh, the individual, when a person's relative dies, renunciation is automatically visible. So, the death of a person in a family is heartbreaking. But that heartbreaking situation can be taken uh, positively in one sense that one can create a paradigm shift in one's thinking. Normally we tend to think in terms of I and mine, that I am the body and uh, people related to that body are mine. But that death tells us the temporariness of uh, the existence and therefore one can take that as an advantage in terms of realizing who they are. So therefore we have that uh, typical saying at least in Telugu, he said, Prasuti Vairagyam, Smashana Vairagyam. It is, I think in Hindi also we have a similar uh, statement. Prasuti Vairagyam means that a mother, when she delivered the child, she developed the renunciation. The pain the person, the a mother experiences, feel that no more will I have children. Yeah, that's the pain. So similarly, Smashana Vairagyam. Smashana is crematorium or crematorium ground. So when a person visits the crematorium, he develops that uh, detachment or he develops renunciation. When he sees that the dear person who, with whom he was talking till yesterday or till the last moment and he finds that the body is on the fire and is burned to ashes. And therefore that brings in the required renunciation. And hence it's a bit easy uh, in an environment like in India where very often we see the dead bodies being carried. In the last, I think I'm here in Melbourne 20 years, uh, I have not seen even one single dead body. <laughs> it's all covered. In India, every third day, every fourth day, you are walking on the road you can see a dead body being carried. Ram Nam Yeah, Ram Nam And I belong to a tradition coming from a small village called Manthini, about 150 kilometers from Hyderabad. It's a tradition that uh, when a person dies uh, in the street itself, let alone the family, it's a responsibility of the youngsters in that street to carry that body uh, to the, uh, we have a village on the bank of River Godavari, that's about three and a half kilometers. So we carry the dead body uh, to the river and then perform the cremation. And in the process, we have carried so many dead bodies on our shoulders. 
It's not just one, two, three. I can recall all the uh, entire street uh, with whom I had uh, spent my time as a child. No one is alive today. Not a single person. And therefore that brings in uh, the uh, renunciation provided. It is backed by uh, the required Shastric knowledge. Then that stays in our consciousness. Otherwise, it's only this Mashana Vairagyam. You hear, you see, and then you forget. And we find the same Vairagyam, which shown in, uh, in, this, in the month of November, December, January, for the last couple of years. People take uh, to simple life, uh, wearing black dress and without shoes, without slippers, they walk uh, barefoot on the road, uh, live with simple uh, food. Uh, but after that 40 days of uh, so-called puja, uh, then they come back to their normal life. It's because it's not bad by uh, the transcendental knowledge. So if that renunciation or violation should sustain, it means that it should be uh, it should backed by thoroughly the transcendental knowledge and then only it stays. So this knowledge that uh, when a person's way to die, renunciation is automatically visible. That's the confidential knowledge which Krishna opens up in Bhagavad Gita 2.10-2.30. So that knowledge especially is useful uh, when someone passes uh, in, in the family or in a friend circle or some, anywhere, so you can give that instruction to them. They'll be, they'll be receptive to that instruction at that time. But for a devotee, that knowledge alone is not sufficient, that I am Brahman, I am spirit soul, uh, that, that does not show the connection uh, with the Supreme Lord. So one has to move to, from the confidential knowledge to the more confidential knowledge and then to the most confidential knowledge. So the more confidential knowledge is that we are not just the spirit soul, but we are part and parcel of Krishna. So once we understand that we are part and parcel of Krishna, then on that platform the activities performed becomes the most confidential knowledge. So once when a person reaches to that stage of most confidential knowledge, whether it's in the material world or whether it's in the spiritual world, there is no difference because the same activities are performed here or in the spiritual world. So the consultation with the super soul seated within everyone's heart is possible only when one is completely free from the contamination of material attachment. One who is sincere and pure gets an opportunity to consult the Supreme Person Godhead in his Padmatna feature sitting within everyone's heart. So once the person is free from the contamination of material attachment, so when does a person get free from the material attachment? So we are still from when no longer is envious of anyone yet. When 
thanks to Krishna. Sorry? He is steady in devotional service. He is steady in devotional service. So what stage is that? Steady in devotional service. Nishtha. Yeah. So we have to travel from Atausetha, Sadhu Sangha, Bhajana Kriya, Anathanivriti, and then to Nishtha. So typically Nishtha is a platform we call as escape velocity. That when the satellite is put on the orbit, it has to travel at a particular speed and reach the death. Only then it can reach, it can escape the gravitational pull and then it can be placed in the proper orbit. So similarly, if we have to move forward in our spiritual journey, uh, we should move at the speed of nista or the escape velocity. Otherwise, we are struggling uh, with anathas only. So, at that platform, free from the contamination of material attachment, then the person gets a glimpse of the Paramatma or the Supreme Lord. At what stage? We have to move forward from Nishta to Ruchi to Asati. At the stage of Asati, that the first glimpse of the Lord is experienced by the sadhana, by the performer. So in our journey, uh, in this con, let's say, we are all uh, sadhakas, how do we start our journey? Typically we are all, uh, most of us are grahasthas, and therefore we try to start, we express ourselves on both platforms. It's like a parallel track on a train. There's one track where uh, I try to work in the outside world, so therefore I'm trying to ex give some sort of engagement to my senses, and at the same time it gets me some um, income, Lakshmi, to take care of my family. So that is for engaging my senses because the, I'm still in the concept of I and mine. It's an impure stage. It's an aspiring sadhaka. So therefore, aspiring sadhaka requires an expression in the material world. At the same time, I'm on the second track where I'm performing my devotional activity. On one side, engaging in the material world, at the same time, simultaneously, I perform my sadhana, sincerely following the instructions of my spiritual master, then I progress on my spiritual journey. And as I progress on my spiritual journey, a point in life comes where I feel expression in the material world or expression in the uh, engaging my senses in the external world, it becomes a burdensome. I feel I don't have any uh, ruchi for it. It is draining my energy. I want to spend more time, more time uh, in hearing and chanting. And typically uh, that is the mood of a nista platform that I'm not interested in expressing myself in the material world. Because it's not just uh, working in the office, but uh, I'm associating with many people uh, whose aspirations 
uh, whose interests are totally different to my interests and my aspirations and therefore it's a drain on my energy. And at that stage, what does the sadhaka do? If the, the sadhaka is relatively financially stable, he wants to reduce his commitment uh, in the external world. And he tries to spend more and more of his time in hearing and uh, chanting. So up to this platform, it is a general understanding of the sadhaka that he is a servant of the Lord. But as he further progresses, it's at the stage of, uh, not Ruchi, but at the stage of uh, Asakti, that first glimpse when it appears in his heart, then uh, the specific relationship with the Lord appears. He, he tries to understand the relationship at that platform. And therefore, from his general practice or general hearing, he likes to hear specific to that particular relationship. And while performing the spiritual duties, he likes to spend more and more of his time in solitude so that he can uh, hear Krishna Katha, he can chant more, and that Krishna Katha is related to uh, those pastimes which he feels is connected to the Lord in the relationship, those pastimes inspire him. And then he moves forward in his journey. And we find many, many Acharyas in our lineage, uh, they, they spend their time in solitude and they would like to do that practices. For example, I think, uh, Govind Gaur Maharaj, uh, we are told that many times he would sit in his own uh, bhajan kriya or, bhajan, uh, or ashram and he would, no one is allowed to speak to him. He is continuously chanting and then uh, hearing Krishna Katha for uh, one week, ten days, fifteen days. Not talking to anyone. Because that's what nurtures them, that's what releases them, that's where they are heading in that direction. So therefore, uh, they want that solitude. And we also should feel that uh, we, we, should, we should also feel to that aspiration in the sense that if we are moving forward, uh, we find that we do want to hear Krishna Katha specific to that relationship. If we have not developed that uh, ruchi for hearing, it means that my external engagement is still required because my senses require that expression. The Paramatma is always the Chaitya Guru, the spiritual master within, and he comes before one externally as the instructor and initiator spiritual master. So the spiritual master within the Chaitya Guru, he comes before one externally as the instructor. Instructor is the Siksha Guru. And then he also, he also comes as the initiator spiritual master. And who is the initial spiritual master? He is the Diksha So, the principle that whenever we are instructed by the Chaitya Guru internally, 
may be confirmed by the instructor or initiator externally. So in that sense, the disciple is never alone because he is following the instant spiritual master. However, Paramatma is our original Guru. The inspiration, the strength, the understanding and the hope which comes is because we are following sincerely the instruction of the spiritual master. When I contemplate, when I meditate on those instructions, we find that Paramatma responds to us. We feel that inspiration from within. Hey, I can do this activity in this particular way. Till then, maybe it was not clear to me. But then suddenly like a flash, uh, I find that I am able to do an activity. So externally I receive the instruction from the spiritual master and internally the Lord reciprocates. The Lord can reside within the heart and he can also come out before a person and give him instructions. Thus the spiritual master is not different from the super soul sitting within the heart and an uncontaminated soul or living entity can get a chance to meet the Paramatma face to face. What does this mean? That the spiritual master is not different from the super soul sitting within the heart is clear to us. But an uncontaminated soul or a living entity can get a chance to meet the Paramatma face to face. What is Srila Prabhupada trying to tell us? Anyone wants to make a comment here? An uncontaminated soul or living entity can get a chance to meet the Paramatma face to face. Not, not like a person and you can see him just like you are seeing any other person. Do you have examples? Dhruva Maharaj, Naradhuni. Yeah. So when, so it means an uncontaminated soul is that you have moved from Atavashrastha to Asakti and then at the bhav uh, or the dawn of Prema you can see the Lord face to face. So we can place ourselves in our journey where we are uh, based on, it's not that someone needs to tell us from outside. Internally, we can understand where we are. So, Prabhupada uh, quotes in his purport uh, for 1.58, Chaitanya Charitamrita Adalila, it is not possible for a conditioned soul to directly meet Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But if one becomes a sincere devotee and seriously engages in devotional service, Lord Krishna sends an instructing spiritual master should flow in favor and invoke his dormant propensity for serving the Supreme. The preceptor appears before the external senses of the fortunate conditioned soul and at the same time the devotee is guided from within the, by the Chaitya Guru Krishna who is seated as a spiritual master within the heart of the living entity. So what is the central point here? 
it's the sincerity of the individual sadhana the more sincere we are in executing uh, the spiritual uh, master's instruction then we find krishna uh, senses reciprocates just as one gets a chance to consult with the parmatma within his heart one also gets a chance to see him actually situated before him then one can take instructions from the super soul directly this is the duty of the pure devotee to see the one of our spiritual master and consult with the super soul within the heart so just as one gets a chance to consult parma within his heart and also gets a chance to see him actually situated before him So you receive the instruction from the spiritual master, and then we need to contemplate, meditate on those instructions. Fortunate are the sadhakas who get specific instructions from their spiritual master. We all have general instruction because of the lineage we have received from Shila Prabhupada and the Parampara. but some sadhaka they also get specific instructions from their gurudev and that becomes their life and soul uh, and that keeps them moving forward in their spiritual journey we can take uh, maybe glaring example of ahimsa milk gaurav propaganda mataji they i believe they have received the instruction to start that business and take care of cows so that has become now their uh, life mission they give their entire energy to uh, to spread or to see that the project is successful and if that project is successful in melbourne then it can be replicated uh, in all these concentres all over the world and that can be extended to the entire planet itself so such a deep instruction they have received personal instruction from their guru dev so similarly uh, every sadhaka is fortunate he gets the personal instruction uh, from the spiritual master and that purifies the person that purifies the consciousness and the person can progress from one stage to the highest stage of prema that the time when we meet the supreme lord face to face so when the brahmana asked the woman who the man lying on the floor was she answered that he was her spiritual master and that she was perplexed about what to do in his absence at such a time the super soul immediately appears provided the devotee is purified in heart by following the directions of the spiritual master so it's natural that one gets confused at the departure of spiritual master it's it's a deep agony uh, for that uh, sadhaka of the disciple I can uh, recall back my experience of meeting uh, Jai Sachin Prabhu uh, 
that was the day when uh, I came to temple and uh, he lost his Gurudev in a major accident somewhere near Mayapur. He literally fell down in the courtyard and uncontrollable uh, agony. Why did my Gurudev travel or had to travel in that vehicle on that day? That was not clearly required for him to have taken the travel, but he did travel and see what has happened. And without my father now, he was uh, continuously uh, crying at that time. Therefore, when we lose our spiritual master, then uh, there is natural for uh, the confusion to occur. Because we feel suddenly shelterless. So it's Paramatma is sitting in our heart and therefore at that stage he can instruct us through any person. And spiritual master lives through his instructions. So that's what Srila Prabhupada says that uh, you are always associated with me, always, I am always in my books. So, so long you follow the principle of my instruction, you are associated with me. When we read Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, or translated, we are associated with Krishna. So, the mission should be to follow the instruction of the spiritual master and take that as a life goal and that keeps us uh, on the track. A sincere devotee who follows the instruction of spiritual master certainly gets direct instructions from his heart, from the super soul. Thus the sincere devotee is always helped directly or indirectly by the spiritual master and the super soul. This is confirmed in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Guru Prasade, Guru Krishna Prasade by Bhakti Lata Beach. So, what does this Bhakti Lata Beach mean? This confirmed Chaitanya Charitamrita, Guru Krishna Prasade by Bhakti Lata Beach. So, what is that beach which the spiritual master gives to the disciple? Sorry? Faith. Bhakti. Devotional service. What's the question? Chaitanya Dasa, Guru Krishna Prasade Pai, Bhakti Rata Beach. So, what is the beach which the spiritual master gives the disciple? instructions, chanting the holy name. So it's the, the mood and vision of the spiritual master we get to understand and we follow that instruction. Each uh, guru has got his own mood in serving uh, his spiritual master. Like in our own moment, uh, if we take uh, our mind to the his mood is of uh, chanting and writing books. So whenever we, we talk to him, uh, he says we chant. 
and whatever knowledge you have received, you share with others. That's his mood. And if you take some other uh, Gurudev in our moment, then we find that uh, they are more into uh, youth programs or uh, other such uh, preaching uh, activity. So that is that Mahamara's mood. But all trying to serve uh, Srila Prabhupada and the lineage. So the, uh, that mood, it, uh, to access that mood or to understand through that mood and uh, reach to Krishna, the Gurudev gives the holy names, the Bhagavatam, the deities, the Dham, the Vaishnavas, the Tulsi, or typically the nine items of bhakti or the 64 angas. And that beach is received at a time of Diksha, the initiation of the spiritual master. If the devotee serves a spiritual master sincerely, Krishna automatically becomes pleased. Yesya Prasada, Bhagavad Prasada. So Srila Krishna Chakravati Thakur has very much stress on the mercy of Guru. That we should serve the spiritual master and please him. And in the process, uh, we are able to satisfy the Supreme Lord. And that's our mission. That's the goal for the Sadhak. So Guru is confidential servant of it. In that comment, Vishnachikastrakko said that Guru is a confidential servant of Krishna. And Guru never claims that he is Krishna, he is God. He never claims that. That is not Guru. Although Guru is worshipped as Krishna, but he never claims himself to be the Guru. I mean, he never claims himself to be the Lord. So by satisfying the spiritual master, one automatically satisfies Krishna. Thus the devotee becomes enriched by both the spiritual master and Krishna. The super soul is eternally the friend of the living entity and always remains with him. Eternally the friend of the living entity. We try to develop friendship and spend our whole life. I can give my own personal example before coming to Krishna Consciousness. I had a friend who was my classmate right from grade 1. For 12 years we were classmates, uh, school, intermediate, and then the engineering. I did mechanical, he did electrical, but the same university, and he was my neighbor. So we grew together and then I think that was the first 35 years of our life. There was hardly a day when we did not meet. There was hardly a time uh, when we did not have together uh, going to movies, talking every night, uh, coming back from office, coming back from school, coming back from college, 
hours and hours we have spent together. And what did we achieve during that time? Nothing. We thought that together we should start business. And finally he ditched me. <laughs> he went and started his own business. And at that time, I felt that the whole world has collapsed for me. But now when I look back, I said, Krishna has saved me. But for that uh, incident, possibly I wouldn't have come to Melbourne. That was one of the reasons uh, I left India. That was not the only reason, that was one of the reasons I left India. Because there, uh, my, from my place going to drop Abhishek in his school, it was about three kilometers, and then I take a right lane, uh, I drop him and come back. That I did for six, seven years. Instead of taking that right turn, if I take the left turn, that was Radha Maharaj Temple. <laughs> but I never took the left turn. It was always the right turn. Left turn was only meant for Janmashtami because we were light members. So Janmashtami, they would send us a special coupon and a permission. So therefore we go there and have the prasad, Mahaprasad. That was the only time. The other time, always the right turn. And the left turn came only when I came to Melbourne. So therefore, if anything happening, any major incident happening in our life, if we take it in the normal course of time, we find that you look back retrospectively, you find there is a reason why that incident is happening in our life and it's for our own benefit. Because Krishna as a super soul is helping us to understand why that incident is happening. So I never have friendship with fallible soldiers. <laughs> Krishna says, have with infallible. And he is the only infallible person with whom we can have a friendship. So in our own congregation, if we can have at least one devotee, one family as your, uh, with whom you can have good friendship, in a devotional way, I would say that you are the most fortunate person with whom you can open out your own heart. It's a transparent media between yourself and that person. You are most fortunate because you have somebody in whom you can confide yourself. In in scripture, we find that that sort of relationship existed between Lord Hanuma and Ramachandra was the spiritual master. Hanuma and Sukriva. There was a transcendental connection because Lord Hanuma received his instruction from Suryadev. So, as Guru Dakshina, Sugadev said that never leave my son Sugriva. Please give him your shelter. 
The super soul has always been ready to help the living entity, even before the creation of this material world. It is therefore stated here, The word akre means before the creation. Thus the super soul has been accompanying the living entity since before the creation. So we were within Mahavishnu body before creation. So we and Paramatma or the super soul is accompanying us in whatever form uh, we are till he delivers us to the spiritual world. So, so long we are in the material world, Paramatma is with us. The moment we cross this material world, then uh, we come in contact with the personality himself, the Lord uh, Bhagavan. So, running through, we find that there is a Guru Tattva in today's discussion. That uh, Guru Tattva talks about that we receive the instruction from the spiritual master, he is representing the Supreme Lord, the Adi Guru is the Lord Himself, and the person whom we have as the spiritual master in this lifetime need not be one, need not come back again as the spiritual master next life. The instructions will come because we are attached to him. We are attached to the uh, instruction. So therefore, but otherwise we as individuals take the spiritual master as our eternal father. And the spirit, the Paramatma, the Chaitya Guru is represented uh, externally by the spiritual master, uh, Diksha Guru and Siksha Gurus. And so long we follow the instruction of the spiritual master, then we remain connected uh, to Paramatma as well. Yeah, any questions or any comments? Yes, Guru. It is one's conscience, that little voice that says, do this, don't do that. Is that super soul? You have to consult with your spiritual master at that stage because you may get some voice. We, we are just, it depends on the journey of that individual. If I'm at the lower level, it could be a contaminated voice and therefore it need not be. But if I'm a higher platform, I receive the message, I can confirm with uh, Sadhu, Guru and Shastra. Without that confirmation, uh, you can be tossed. Yes, Prabhu. Um, the intelligence is the next door to the Suicide. You can tell the difference between the mind and the intelligence. If you might be able to look at that. Where it's coming from? Please repeat the question, Prabhu. There's another question. Oh, okay, comment. Thank you. Yes. So, you know, most of us can't really discriminate between what the What's going on? Which voice is so your voice? Yeah, we need to confirm with Sadhu, Shastra and uh, Guru. Only then uh, it can be confirmed. Yes, it is not 
the contaminated voice, but it is the uh, spiritual voice and we need to put into action. The more we follow the Guru's instruction, the more we meditate and the more we, we take that how to implement my Guru's instruction, then the voices come uh, confirming or inspiring us to follow that instruction, then we can take that as the Paramatma's voice. Because externally Paramatma is represented by the Guru and you are following the instruction, you have the difficulty, you are not able to follow, but you are meditating. How do I follow this instruction? How can I satisfy my Guru? Then the voices which are coming, uh, they are inspiring you to follow the instruction. Definitely it is the Paramatma's instruction. It is a Paramatma's voice. It is not a contaminated voice. Yes, uh, for example, my spiritual master, Jayapadaka Swamivala, says, just help me in the mission, fulfill Prabhupada's desire. That's what he wants. Whenever you need initiation now, please help me to fulfill the desire of Prabhupada's mission. Yeah, that is the uh, mission of uh, our society. Like in India, we have. Uh, in Bombay, you have the Dabbawala, that he saves the Dabbas or the boxes. His grandfather has sold boxes, he is selling the boxes, his children also sell the boxes. So similarly, we have a mission. Srila Prabhupada has set the mission and our business is to distribute books, take the holy name uh, to the entire world. And whatever little the squirrel bhakti I can do uh, to the my capacity, I should participate and do it. Because this is our business. When you were saying about detachment, I was thinking in my own personal life. When I came to Australia in 1971, I had to leave my daughter to the school and she won't leave me unless I give the chocolate. <laughs> so I have to give the chocolate to the teacher. And the teacher will show her the job. Then she will get out of the car. Wow. That's the meaning. And uh, 20, 20th May last year, 2019, about 12 at midnight, I left the hospital, Karapal Hospital in Singapore. And uh, my wife told me uh, to see and then the help. So this syringe, I just put it directly into the oral pharynx. And she just drank so beautifully. As if she was thirsty for millions of years. And we left her and then we reached home about one o'clock and the servant, Irene, came to tell me that you have to go to the hospital again. I said, what happened? She said, you know what happened. So we went there. Then I just touched the cheeks. They were completely like a stone. The cheeks were so soft. Then I felt, and the eyes, I could open the eyes. They were so close. So you can see when the soul has left the body, what is left in them? That's a stone. So you get complete detachment at the body of the thing. We are me and mine. Thank you very much. Thank you, Prabhu. Yeah. It is. It's a heartbreaking uh, situation, but one can transform that heartbreaking situation into uh, a positive uh, paradigm shift in one's life. 
and that is the greatest fortune which comes out of that incident. Any other comment or question? To Avnas, uh, Avanti Brahma's instruction about the 24 rules figure in his whole uh, conversation. Sadhguru? Avanti Brahma's instruction on the 24 rules that mm -hmm. you will be seeing, you know, the air, fire, and the deer, and the python, and the snake, and the bees. Yeah. He's given about 24, right. including the body. Right. How does that fit into the whole conversation of today's class? Yeah, you can. Diksha Guru is one, but you can have any number of the uh, Siksha Gurus, and depending on the level of progress of that individual sadhaka, he can see the any of them and take the instruction from them to follow what the Guru has given. So we find that in Madhira Kadambani, uh, the devotee, he sees the movement of the deer as an instruction for him. In fact, the science actually takes that instruction. The way the aircrafts have been built is not just like that. They have seen the birds, how they fly, and therefore uh, they have done it. The ships or the amphibians, in any, you can see that most of them, they have been taken from nature. Uh, so that functions as the guru, and then uh, we build that. But in reality, there's not much connection between the two and what's being stated here in this verse. No, here Prabhu is asking how do we. Uh, there's, not, there's not really any connection because here the main point is the Brahman. Right? And the Brahman is able to give direct instructions, just as one is able to take direct instructions from the Supersoul. You may see a bird flying in the sky or a mountain or this or that or the other thing and derive, derive all sorts of inspiration. But you won't get direct instruction. Here you get direct instruction from the Brahmana and you're getting direct instruction from Krishna in the form of the Chaitanya Guru. So I, my suggestion is don't try to connect the two because there's very little connection to be honest. Okay. Yeah, that's my thing. I'm trying to see from the point that you are following the instruction of your spiritual master or Chaitya Guru is represented as spiritual master and in the process there are there could be many Diksha Gurus. So Diksha Gurus need not be in the human form. Diksha Gurus could be in other forms as well and they they try to give you the guidance or they try to inspire you to follow your spiritual master's instruction. Yeah, you can, you can, take, you can take all of them at uh, six shuttles. Yes, bro. Yeah. Taking, taking something from nature can only happen if you have, like I was saying, the instruction from the Brahman. Say, for example, you see the humility of a dog. It relates back to the instruction that the Brahman has given 
and see, oh, see how humble that dog is, that that's from the instruction that the Brahman has given. So that's how you learn from nature. Yeah. From intelligence, from what you've been taught. Right. Spiritually. Mm. One point that I wanted to mention was that when we're talking about all the Diksha Gurus are one, we have to understand though, our philosophy is that we are always an individual person. So thereby a person can pray to Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada is here still. That devotee that has lost his guru can still pray because that individual is still there, somewhere, and is connected. So we shouldn't lose sight of that. We are a personalist. You know, like I deal a lot with impersonalists, and they have their guru, but their ultimate aim is, is that we eradicate the guru when I reach that stage of spiritual realization. That's not us. No, we are not saying that. So we, we have to be clear that the spiritual master is always a person. Yeah. And Prabhupada will be that person for the next 10,000 years instructing this through his books, but also personal. Yeah. If we pray to him. Yeah. Thank you, Prabhupada. Yes, Prabhupada. We also stated in our discussion that the Guru may not come back again and again as you change your lives, but different gurus you might have taken. So in that sense... No, 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 okay, okay. So in that sense, life after life, we may have different Diksha Gurus as well. So you will have many Diksha Gurus in many lifetimes, and many Diksha Gurus in the same lifetime. So what's your comment? What's the question? It's not a question, it's a conclusion. Okay. We will have many Shiksha Gurus in one lifetime and many Diksha Gurus in several lifetimes. Yeah. Well, taking advantage of them, but I don't need it. See, if we, are, if we take Srila Prabhupada as Commander-in-Chief and we are receiving the instruction from him, he will send, uh, when we are sincere to his instruction, he will send us different Gurus uh, in different lifetimes. But the original message stays intact. Yeah. Anything else? Gandhana Shunam Bhagavan Ki Jai.